That is what I call real-time imaging there by one Christopher Morales, even throwing in that I finally showed up uh, for Purgatory, even though I was just moments late. Uh, however, how are you, Elsie Granderson? I am excellent, my man. You know why? Why is that? Because it's Christmas freaking Eve, man. Yeah, pretty much. It does feel Christmas that Christmas <laughs> Eve. I woke up this morning, and I'm not even kidding. I had a huge smile on my face. Mm -hmm. Huge smile. Because I realized that the Lakers and Dodgers were going to start their quest for a championship within an hour of each other. And I have to make the tough, tough choice, George, because only one of these two games is going to get the big screen, and the other is going to get the medium-sized screen. Which is going to get which? Is gonna get which? Have you figured that I out? I can't figure it out. Oh. I can't figure it out. I right. can't figure it out. I mean, this is an easy call for me. The Lakers and Heat are getting the big screen, and you I mean, know, but, the Dodgers but, are going on the small screen on the iPad. For sure. Well, thankfully, the Sparks lost in the first round, so I don't have a three three times the problem. Right. You know, just just two. Though we were sad that the Sparks lost. Very, very sad. Very yeah. sad. Do you know who beat them? The Minnesota Lynx. Huh. All right. Well done. Well done. I'm, I'm used to my co-host absolutely knowing nothing about the WNBA. This is a shock for me. <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. Throw yeah. <laughs> for a loop. But, no, I mean, it's, it's Christmas Eve, man. Like, this is, this is the time of year where other cities that have zero losers or zero winners, rather, look at us with jealousy and envy. Right. You know, it's like, you know, it doesn't really matter. Which highlight comes on ESPN? It's going to be about LA, mm -hmm. and it's going to be like that for like a week. Yeah, and Boston's going to hate us, and New York is going to hate us, oh, and Miami's really going to hate it. And Miami's going to think they're part of us because they too can do the double, you know, with the right because the Marlins well as, are in the yes, playoffs, and you know Marlins what happens the when playoffs. they're in the playoffs? Crazy things happen. Yes, yes, but as we all know, we're just teasing. The city of Miami. You're not really part of this. You have an invitation, but you don't get to go into VIP. I mean, I don't know. The NBA Finals is kind of the VIP, isn't it? I mean, there's really only two people there. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying, man. This is <laughs> the sports community that's not clamoring over themselves, arguing about how this is going to impact Jimmy Butler's legacy. No, it is about – it's always – but that, you know, LeBron James is person number one. When it comes to sports, like, do you know that there was actually somebody actually did this? Um, they, th I think it was last year that when LeBron came to the Lakers, uh, they did like a, uh, a a rundown basically of how often ESPN says the name or shows a highlight or a clip of LeBron James. This is right when he signed with the Lakers, so it, it was from previous years. And it was compared to the next athlete, and I don't remember who the next athlete was, and I know that was going to be your follow-up because this was a long time ago now. It was like four to one or some or five to one, something like that. It was ridiculous, like the difference of how much we cover LeBron <laughs> compared to every other athlete in all of sports. Well, listen, when you're a, a goater, <laughs> you're just going to have that kind of conversation around you. The only player that I can think of in recent memory who's like among like the goat conversations but doesn't draw the same level of interest is like Mike Trout. Yes. Who statistically, you know, is in a goatish kind of conversation. But yeah. the reason why he doesn't get the attention is it's one, he hasn't won anything. Yeah. And two, you know, he doesn't have much of a personality to even engage with. Right. But for the most part, if you're in the goat conversation, people are going to debate your status and every single thing that you do. LeBron, Serena, um, you know, Brady. We did it with all, Brady. That's true. I mean, they, they, they all are in the, in the crosshairs this way. Yeah. And by the way, I feel like as an audience, right, whether and, – and I include us in that. I mean, even though we work in sports, I think as an audience, we should feel, like, pretty good about this. Like, beyond it does feel like Christmas Eve because we're in this sports tsunami now, we should really be cherishing this moment considering – what 2020 has been like having the Lakers, the Dodgers getting to an NBA finals um, just in general. Right. Re you know, at this point, like getting to the sports calendar uh, here, you know, getting the Major League Baseball playoffs going. LZ, back in March, you know, you were doing the morning show and I was doing the mid morning show. 
And we were all wondering what was going to happen with the world, period, let alone sports. Well, it's – we're still wondering, <laughs> you know. No, of course, but I mean, way we're, we're more still... so. that There's at least some uh, – I don't want to say clarity, but there's some semblance of normalcy right now as opposed to there was back then. This, this, is, what, this is what I would – this is how I would characterize what we've been blessed to have. We're blessed to have an opportunity to be present for these championships, mm-hmm. or at least these championship runs. And what I mean is, is that even though in years past we've obviously have had, you know, champions in you know virtually every sport in the city, we usually have had other things kind of flying in our faces to to distract us a little bit or take emphasis away from it. But one thing that has been abundantly clear during the pandemic is that it has taken away a lot of the distractions that we've enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And that this year, these championship runs, like we're not even going to bars really to watch games and no. to watch the games and not have sound. Like we're going to, for the most part, most of us will be home <laughs> and we're going to be focused in on these games and there won't be anything else to take our focus away from it. And as all the awful things that have happened in 2020, and there are too many to name, the one good thing that I feel that has happened is that we have sort of been reintroduced to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward to sitting on my black ass and cheering on the team that I grew up watching to a championship in my own space and very much present in all of the moments of the games. I don't think I've done that before, George. I honestly don't. I think yeah. I've always had a little bit of a distraction, whether I was watching the games in a restaurant or, you know, trying to get to somewhere to meet people. Or No, I'm home. Yeah. And everything is focusing on Dodgers and Lakers. Right. Right. Yeah, it, it is a different sense for sure. I don't think there's any question about it. But, I, Greg, do you feel like – have, has you kind of soaked that part in, right, where you're like, oh, wow, yeah. I mean, there was a few months ago where we thought there'd be no way we'd be here right now. I never thought baseball would get here, that's for sure. Yeah. I didn't think they'd make anywhere near a playoff run after what happened at the beginning with the Marlins, what happened with the Cardinals, having 11 double uh, double headers, whatever it happened to be. No chance I thought I was going to get there. I always believed in the NBA. But I lo- I'm so excited for tomorrow. But I've been here before, George and LZ. I've been here with the Dodgers twice in the World Series. I'm not getting excited till it's over. <laughs> what do you mean you're not going to get excited until I'm it's not, over? I am just going to what? watch. What? I'm going to be excited. I'm going to watch. I'm going to just be like uh, Wait a focused. second. No, I'm not mean? excited. Oh, come on. No, get out I'm of here. Get, no, I've been there. I don't believe that row. for one second. I, it's true. Elsie, do you buy it. that, that he's not going to get excited until they win the World oh, Series? Yeah. Excitable. Yeah. yeah. Really? I, yeah. I Listen, I worked for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution during the heyday of the Braves run. And it got to a period that the disappointment had beaten the fan base down to the point in which they didn't even bother showing up for the first couple of rounds. Yeah. In turn of field. Like, this I is do what remember happens. that, yes. This yes. is what happens when you're constantly being confronted with disappointments is that eventually, you know, if she keeps saying no, guess what? You're going to stop asking her out. And that's pretty much, well, except for Greg, he's very dogmatic. But I mean, in terms of just championships, <laughs> instead, instead of championships, every, if every single time, you know, you think this is the year and you keep getting let down, eventually, you know, I won't say you lose interest, but you certainly are more cautious with your heart and with your feelings. Okay. You know what? I know we have a mean coming up, and we're going to talk Lakers with him in a second, but I want to line it up. People tweet us, at Sedano on Twitter, at LZ Granderson. Line it up on the phones if you want, because I don't believe that that that's the majority of people. I think people are excited, and they're not going to wait until it's all over to be excited like Greg. I I don't buy that. 877-710-ESPN. Fan is short for a fanatic for a reason. 877-710-3776. All right, we'll talk Lakers with Amin next, but first got to tell you about our friends at Dietz & Watson where they have all the premium meats and artisan cheeses to keep your year sizzling. They've got the classic New York-style beef franks and a huge selection of chicken sausages like buffalo, sriracha, and Italian style, just to name a few. Plus, they got chicken sausages that are 100% chicken and gluten-free. Just for you, LZ, gluten-free. Uh, there's a flavor for everyone in the family, and if folks get hungry while the grill's heating up, get to their deli meats and cheeses, man, as well. 
All their deli offerings are made fresh from never-frozen lean meats, hand-trimmed by a master butcher for the best quality, and they never use artificial colors, flavors, fiddlers, extenders, or MSG. Deets and Watson has been crafting premium meats and artisan cheeses for over 80 years. That's more than 80 years, man. That's crazy. Visit your local Albertsons or Vons to get your Deets and Watson meats and cheeses. Learn more on their website at DeetsandWatson.com. Deets and Watson, a family thing since 1939. We talk NBA Finals with Amin Hassan next. You know what he's doing. He is the captain. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. He is the captain. Now, yes, there. <laughs> there's no doubt about that. So uh, we will also keep you up to date, all you uh, degenerate gamblers, on what's going on in Major League Baseball. Uh, currently, the Yankees lead the Indians two to nothing in the second inning, the first game of their best of three. So the best of three is interesting, LZ. I do like that part of it. Yeah, that's where I usually used to date. You know, three best of at three. Time, <laughs> best, who's ever the best of the three? That's what sticks around. <laughs> Oh, my God, you made me. <laughs> yeah, you all right? <laughs> this is what happens when you don't have a cough button in a studio. But, yeah, that was funny. That made me laugh. Well, it's, it's the truth. You date three and the best of three stands out, and that's who you stick around for a little bit. That is, I actually used a simple, a, a different method, but similar. I used to do the three date method. If you got to the third date, then you might, you'd be closer to being a keeper. It, some people didn't get past the first or second date. But if I asked you out a third time, then it was different. Yeah, yeah, see, see, that's all I'm saying. What about you, G, Greg? What, what's your what's your method? Is it a best of three, three dates? Is, is the number three involved at all? No, no, I mean, if I can get past the first one, I'm in a really good spot. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Amin, no. Amin is here. Let's ask Amin. Amin, is there a three involved in any of your dating uh, prowess uh, or actions in the past? Oh, I, I, to me, it's two. Two's the number. Really? Like first one, yeah. Like first one is like, hey, let's just see if like there's any sort of chemistry. Second one is when I'm doing, I'm doing a lot of work, right? Oh. Like second one is that's that's the that's the pivotal. That's game two is the pivotal game for me, because if I'm going to wow. win this series, I have to have a strong game two. If game two is lost, and just walk away, just forget about it. <laughs> but what if you have a strong game two? There ha- is there's clearly going to be a game three then, right? Brother, when you get a strong game two, you don't need to get the three games. Oh, look at that. Wow. Wow. That's, there's no response for that. We might as well just start talking about the Lakers. Yeah, Let's seriously. Uh, uh, Amin, so LeBron said this today uh, when asked how this championship would – what it would mean to him. He says, quote, it's no extra meaning to winning a championship no matter who you're playing against because he was asked about playing – uh, Miami specifically. It's already hard enough to reach right. each finals uh, to be in this position. If you're able to become victorious out of the finals, it doesn't matter who it's against. Now, Anthony Davis uh, was asked about what it meant to LeBron to beat the Heat and said this, quote, to be back in the finals against Miami, I think it means a lot more to him than winning this m- winning this one than anyone else. I think the championship probably second behind Cleveland, uh, being able to get this one for him. Who's right? So, couple of things. Everything LeBron said is accurate. It's so hard to get to the finals, right? That's why when people bring up, oh, LeBron's only three and six in the finals, you know how hard it is to go to nine finals? Yes. Like, you, you, like point them out to me. Now he's one of four guys who've made ten finals. And so it, it, we don't give enough credit and, and uh, respect to how difficult that feat is. Having said that, LeBron, you're out of your mind if you think we don't think that there's some added value for this being against the Heat. Look, he did what he did to Miami on the way out. They were upset. He feels like he got all he needed to learn from there, and he needed to keep moving rather than stay there and keep building. Of course he wants to go and show the master all that he's learned. This is Darth Vader seeing Obi-Wan Kenobi and said, when, I, when we last met, I was but a learner. Now I am the master. 
he wants to show Pat Riley and all those guys, and Eric Spolster and all those guys over there, that I have surpassed even all of you guys in terms of the ability to build culture wherever I go. But, I mean, maybe I'm being a little bit too naive, but it just feels that if you've went to the finals basically every year since you left the Heat, you've already made that point. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like LG. He, he literally LG. left Miami and just kept making it to the finals. Like every LG, year. You know what it's like? You know what it's like? It's like so many people across this country. You grow up playing basketball and you play who's the big nemesis? You're the older brother or your father, right? And they beat you every time. But you're getting better. And now you're playing against other people and you're beating them. You're beating people older than you. And, you know, for some, the specific few, they get to a point where they're playing collegially. They might play professionally. They're really, really good at this. But it doesn't matter until you beat Pops or your older brother. And a lot of times what Pops or the older brother will do is when they realize I'm not good enough to beat you anymore is they'll retire on the spot. They won't even give you that chance. No matter how successful you are, they want to hold it over you. Yeah, but you ain't better than me, boy. <laughs> I trust you this <laughs> That's what – that's – Daddy LeBron has a daddy, and it's called Miami. Man, I, I mean, I just don't know, man. It, it feel to me – it just feels as if we're pumping a lot into this. Like every single time LeBron didn't play in Miami for whatever reasons, it was like, oh, he doesn't want to play in Miami. Well, he didn't want to play. He didn't want to play there because he was he had a losing record there. That was part of it. Yeah. And it's just like going, come on. Like at, at a certain point, you, you don't if think. We're, but if, you we're don't, to, he... if we're to take him at his word, mm-hmm. if we're to take LeBron James at his word. That he is prepared to 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 ascend and not just be a sports figure, but be more than a athlete. If we're to take him at this word, he can't still be the guy who needs to prove to Pat Riley he can win without him at the same time. Like L- both, those, there's no space in the world for both of those things to be true. LZ, I'm gonna tell you like this, man. Like uh, there absolutely is room because this is the biggest passive-aggressive petty guy that we've seen in a long, long time. So yes, he can simultaneously be iconic, right? Iconic, and yet still have insecurities about little things because at the end of the day, he's human. The other thing I'd point out is Anthony Davis just spent 85 straight days with him. You think he's ad-libbing and riffing when he says that? <laughs> or is that right. maybe a conversation they've had once or twice in 85 days? Well, that's not what he said in the quote, right? Like, from the quote, it sounds as if he's using his opinion based upon those 85 days, but that LeBron, who has said, you know, out of his mouth that the first championship is the sweetest, we're not just saying that he he's not telling the truth the second time. We're saying that LeBron didn't tell the truth the first time because he said the first this greatest championship was the first. He said that to Richard Jefferson, who said that on the jump. Um, but... So I, if it, is it the first championship that's the that's the greatest? Is it 2016 that's the greatest? Or is it beating Pat Riley that's the greatest? That's why I'm thinking we're putting way too much umph into this, and I'm just going to leave it at his word. If he says the first championship is the sweetest, then all right. Let, first championship is George, the sweetest. Yeah. George, who's in, who's in that picture in my in that? It's it's uh, I know it's Mario Chalmers. I know it's Juwan Howard. Who else is in the picture? Oh, the you know <laughs> yeah, it's Chris Bosh. Yeah, it's there's a famous picture. Uh, I'll send it to you, LZ, of when he uh, came back to Cle- or from from Cleveland. They played his first game in Miami, and they lost. The Cle- Cavs lost, and there's a picture of him going towards the bench, and they're all looking at him like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like they have Cause, that because he said something. He right. said something at that moment, and they all have the same reaction of. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, it's, look, this thing, by the way, and LZ, to be fair, it's not a one-way street. No, Pat it's is super petty about him, too. Absolutely. This yes. is still a thing that, that sticks in them. And, and, like, the fact that Pat flew all the way to Vegas and then the guys were playing FIFA or watching the World Cup or whatever while Pat's trying to have, like, a business conversation and it was just a complete waste of time. That's absolutely something that is – Paramount, central to Miami's uh, kind of motivations beyond just winning and being here. There's a part of this where they're going to relish beating LeBron. So let me ask you this, and and I, I I do think that you know to Amin's point, LZ, I think that the Pat Riley and LeBron are way more similar than the other would want to admit. They are both 
unbelievably hyper-competitive about everything. They're both micromanagers. There's no question about that. But both have also, in recent times, have kind of relinquished some of that micromanaging, uh, whether it's Pat with kind of the guys in the organization and kind of this being more of a, uh, a SPO roster. Um, I think with LeBron, the active participation of making sure Anthony Davis is is the is arguably the best player on this team, right? Or that he's he he is ascending to be that sooner rather than later. I, I think that there's just a lot between those two that is eerily similar. And I, I think that if either one wins, there's going to be some extra satisfaction. That's all there is. If you, LZ, you had other you had other people in your life that you dated before your your husband. And your husband is an amazing person. And I'm sure there are moments that when you're with your husband, you're like, mm hmm, could have had this, but I got something better. You know what I mean? Like, and th that's just a natural thing for a human person human. to believe. It's a human emotion, LZ. Allow yourself to be human for a moment. Yeah. I am being human for a moment. I just don't think that. I, what I don't think is that at a certain point, when you reach a certain level of success, that if you're still that petty and we certainly have examples LZ. in the public eye of people who are that petty lz yes he said he made up washed king as a hashtag <laughs> I, I get that <laughs> i mean I even that. you admitted that the other day we were all like yeah that yeah. one he kind of reached yeah. on that yeah, one like let's be real a, that's a bit much but yeah. but, what, but what you're but what you're saying is to me is that lebron james the guy who has done so much off the court is still an infant on the court because that's what infants do. That's what children. I don't know about do. infants. No. I just think no. there's certain children do. No, LZ, I'm gonna tell you. I actually had this conversation today on SiriusXM NBA. We talked about Plug. a lot of this. By the way, is the the evolving demographic of the NBA, and that 10, 15 years ago, definitely 15 years ago, but even up to 10 years ago. If guys had problems in the locker room with other guys in the locker room, they'd walk up and they'd say it right to his face. Like, I don't like you, right? They, they were very aggressive and very direct. And what's happened over the last decade, and, and obviously LeBron's a lot older than these guys, but many of the guys coming in the league come from a world where, like, social media has been ubiquitous. It's always been a part of their lives. And so a lot of them are passive-aggressive as F, right? And LeBron obviously is the king of the passive-aggressiveness uh, in, in our league. So it's not like, you know, you, I almost feel like you are describing something from a bygone era that I'm so successful. I don't even care what these little plebes have to say about me. Right. And the reality is it's not just LeBron. It's a lot of dudes in this league. They still search their names, not even the at. They search their names on Twitter to see what, what are they saying about me now. No, no I, 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 get, I get that. And those are all attributes of someone who's not comfortable in their own skin. And I feel as if at this point in his life, he is. And I guess that's what I'm trying to communicate. That okay. at a certain point, once you're comfortable in your own skin, then those battles you used to fight when you were younger and you weren't comfortable in your own skin, and we certainly know there were moments in LeBron James's career in which he wasn't this comfortable in his own skin, but I don't think he's there anymore. I think he has, I don't want to say evolved past that level of pettiness because I don't think that's true. But I also don't think he obsesses about this aspect of the dynamic the way that he used I, I don't, to. I don't think obsessing is the right word. I think that it's a factor is what I'm saying. And I think yeah. that Amin is it saying it, that too. Yeah, it makes it sweeter. We're not saying like this is right. all Right, yeah, of course not. Right, it, I think that we're, we're I think sweet. we're all on the same page. I think that the the verbiage has been distorted here. And that that's what... Uh, all right, real quick. I mean, I have less than a minute. Who do you like and, and why? This is, <laughs> this is not going to go over well in the uh, Southern California area. I got the Heat in six. I just think I think that Miami is better prepared. I think you say, who are the best players in the series? You say LeBron and Anthony Davis, and then maybe the next six or seven guys all play for the Heat. I think that depth is going to come in <laughs> handy. I think the, the Lakers shooting has been suspect as hell these playoffs and they haven't even played against a really good defense like Miami. This is the part. Now, I think if the Lakers win, it's literally because LeBron goes supernova. It's no, nothing else, right? Nothing else can save them other than LeBron going supernova, which is absolutely a very real possibility because, again, on, on, you know, 
contrary to what LZ believes, I think LeBron really wants this one. Not of for course the, he does. The title and the, I didn't no, say beyond, he didn't want this beyond, championship. Beyond the, he wants this one, meaning Miami. This one. In a way that, like, Toronto would not have had the same sort of uh, spice to it for him. He wants this one super hard. So, obviously, I'm, like, I'm, I, I'm not going to disrespect him. I know he's a, he was my MVP vote. So, I obviously know that, that that's a real possibility. But I think... His supporting cast is what's going to fail him. That and the Miami Heat are going to win his so Hold on. Let, let's do this. Hold you on. If you, so oh, no, 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 LZ, LZ, I'm LZ. I'm bet you right a, 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 now. LZ, we, right let's break. Now. Let's do this. Let's bring him back. Let's break. Let's break because we're way over the break, okay? <laughs> let's break. We'll bring you right back, Amin. We're going to be back in three minutes, and LZ and you and Amin can go at it. But before that, LZ, what do you got to tell me about our friends at Vitamin Shop? <sighs> Let me take a deep breath here. Listen, you've heard it all before. We're stronger together. But with BodyTech Sports Nutrition as your training partner, you've got actual tools to push your limit, recover, and come back even harder. Explore BodyTech.com backslash ESPN to find the right products for you, all powered by Love It Up Taste technology. Our huge selection of pre-workouts, aminos, BC2As, protein, and more, all independently tested for quality and potency, backed by our quality promise and engineered to deliver results that help you activate your best body. No matter what level you're at, we're talking about rocket fuel for your goals. You ready to go to work? Then let's do this, Holmes. Good news. We're also on Instacart. You can get your body tech essentials delivered as little as one hour. No excuses. So find Body Tech Sports Nutrition exclusively at vitaminshop.com or the Vitamin Shop store near you. And learn more at bodytech.com backslash ESPN. The Body Tech brand. No, no limits. All right, Karen Kay with traffic, and we are back in two minutes. KK, what's up? Hey, thank you so much, gentlemen. We're going to go to West Covina. Big problems, car fire. It's the 10 westbound right before Grand Avenue. It has the right lane in the Holt on that block. And in Pasadena, we've got a crash reported in lanes. 210 Eastbound, right at Rosemead Boulevard. This report sponsored by plan.lavote.net. Every registered voter in Los Angeles County will be sent a vote by mail ballot to ensure you a safe voting option. Visit plan.lavote.net to register or to check your registration status so you can organize your plan to vote. Let's get every vote in. I'm Karen K710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. So down at LZ with you here. All right, Amin is back. Um, you and LZ can go at it. I'll just kind of play referee. Um, but I just want to let people know that we're going to have what you need to know coming up in a bit. And David Fisdale. ESPN NBA analyst will join us at 515. He coached LeBron, obviously, uh, and was the coach of the Knicks and the Memphis Grizzlies before that. So we will chat with him about the NBA Finals in a second. But we will continue our chat with Amin Al-Hassan first. Uh, go ahead, LZ. So ask Amin. I, I didn't, I, I'm sorry that I interrupted you the way I did, no, no, but we no, no, were no, so no. over this, the break. So this, I apologize. No apologies necessary. I, you know, I probably needed to be calmed down because I might have cursed him out. So now that I've had some time to, like, take a deep breath and relax, I actually am appreciative, George, that we had a break before I'm able to say this to Amin. You'd have lost your damn mind. How dare you compare, how dare you compare this Los Angeles Lakers squad to the freaking teams that Miami had to face in order to get this far. Teams filled with players who have done nothing. Nothing. What? Nothing. What? What, what are you the, talking about? Who on the oh, Bucks? Who on the Bucks have done anything? Other, who on the Bucks have done anything? Every other every who? other day, I've had to listen to people fawn and swoon and damn near faint over Brad Stevens and Jason Tatum and Marcus Smart is so great. I'm not other people. I'm not oh, other people. I'm asking I'm you who I'm walking my way through the, the Heat Eastern Conference. I'm a, I'm gonna walk my way backwards. So the last thing they play with Celtics. 
I had to listen to analysts that I respect and cherish and learn from try to convince me that Gordon freaking Hayward, the fifth best player on this team, is going to be a difference maker. Oh, my God. Thank God Gordon Hayward is back. Everything is saved. I have to hear all this stuff. Before that, Giannis Antetokounmpo has won the MVP overwhelmingly. Mind you, I did not vote for him MVP. I voted for him. I voted for LeBron MVP. So keep that in mind. But you I did. You were one of. To, to, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Just so people know, there were 16 people that voted for LeBron MVP. You were one of those 16. Yes. Absolutely. And I didn't have any qualms about it. And people told me, I mean, aren't you looking at the numbers? How statistically dominant? And I said, look, I get it. Giannis had a great year, but I think this dude is better. Had a better year. But I had to endure that and listen to how great Giannis is and what a genius bud is. And all what these does things. any of that have to do with LZ. me? Nothing. LZ, I'm t- <laughs> I'm t- you're asking me who they played. I'm telling you, they played people that people put up on a pedestal up until the point Miami embarrassed them. And then all of a sudden, ah, they weren't that good anyway. Okay. And I think that's a dangerous place to be. People so, want to praise so you them agree with they me. get beat. What's that? So you agree with me. Like, like when you said that the Lakers hadn't faced anyone that plays the defense of the Miami Heat, yeah. and I think the Miami yeah. Heat plays really good defense, but I repeat, the, the Heat haven't faced anybody who has been through anything, that have won anything. And so while it is true they play fantastic defense, the fact is is that the Pacers haven't won anything. Giannis hasn't won anything. Okay. Boston is full of potential. They've been full of potential for the last six or seven years. Potential, potential, here's, potential, here's, potential. Here's my rebuttal to, you to that, right? If you want to talk about LeBron, absolutely. You're right. LeBron is the biggest winner we have. And that's like I said, look, I don't think LeBron's going to come up short. I think he's going to be amazing. Matter of fact, when I had to pick finals MVP, I had to think long and hard before I said, I'm not going to pick LeBron anyway because I think he's going to be amazing. But here's the thing. What has Anthony Davis won? That dude is not like, uh, that's the biggest front runner in the world. Him and all the other Kentucky dudes that come in the league with like a red carpet and roses and the scene from coming to America with the dancers and everything. That's every dude that's come out of Kentucky highly touted, right? The right. guys from Kentucky who don't have that attitude that the world is owed to me, they're the dudes that have to scrap. They're the dudes that have to scrape. They're the dudes like Tyler Hero and Bam Adebayo who had the world about them. But DeMarcus Cousins and John Wall and uh, my Anthony Davis, these are the guys that were told basketball is so happy to have you here. And so I don't believe in Anthony Davis when you talk about winning things. I don't believe in, in Kyle Kuzma. I don't believe in Caruso. I think Danny Green is 100 years old, and he hasn't hit a shot in about two months. I think Rajon Rondo had the best, uh, like, series of his life, and he's going to come back down to earth because he's not a 48% shooter. I think KCP is going to get lost. Like, I don't believe those dudes. If you're asking me about LeBron, I 100% I, I bend the knee. I, I doubted him once. I thought he was over. I was wrong. I'm never making that mistake again. But you tell me the other dudes? Uh-uh. And you know why it's important that we make sure we bring up LeBron's name in this conversation? Because he took J.R. Smith and Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving and a whole bunch of other players with sub-500 career winning percentages. Amen. and And he rallied them together to beat the greatest regular season team in the history of the league. So if he, can do, if he can do that with a bunch of dudes who, are, who have consistently shown up for a 450 season, consistently, and for some of them, that's a high. <laughs> for some of them, that's a high. If he could take those dudes and win a chip against the Golden State Warriors, I do believe the roster that he has today is significantly better than that roster. And the Miami Heat roster, though they're excellent, is worse than that Golden State roster he beat in 2016. I would, I, I would, while I agree with almost everything you said there, I don't know about if this roster is better than that Cavs roster. I don't know that. Because I think this roster, again, is, you're, you're relying on, on guys who either have never shown any sort of propensity or you're relying on old dudes, right? If we're talking about the, the championship experience, we're talking about old-ass, uh, Danny Green and Rajon Rondo. 
So I'm not so sure about that. But I, I accept that what your premise is that if LeBron took a bunch of dudes who 450 was a high note in their career and beat the greatest team of all time, then ipso facto, like, this should be an easier challenge for him. I agree with you there, and yet there's something about Miami, about the way they play, about the approach they have, which I don't think Golden State had that same approach, even though they played a similar style, ball movement, body movement, but the idea of, like, that scrapping, that grit, like, like it's, imagine if you took Draymond's grit and then you gave it to everybody on that Warriors rock. No, that's, that's what they listen, are. The Heat is a legit squad, but I don't think that you're giving the other players, the role players, the supporting cast, their due. You know, people keep saying Rajon Rondo is old, and yet when he got healthy, that made everything right in terms of our offense and it helped us sure. to get through here with only three losses. Three losses against a bubble sure. MVP – Three losses against two MVPs still in their prime on the same on. damn team. Three losses, uh, and one I, of those losses came against a squad I, that was called the Comeback Damn Kids. Listen, and he said, I, you ain't coming back. I've got I've got to get to a live read. So, Amin, whatever you're going to say, make it concise, please, because we got to go soon. And make it accurate. No, nah, I mean, you, you got it. <laughs> make it accurate. No, I hate you, LZ. No, it's, <laughs> look, it's going to be a great series. If you hear the passion in both of our voices, you know. Nobody here saying, oh, they're going to sweep them. It's going to be a great series, and for that, we're all winners. Okay. Aw, that was beautiful, me. Fair enough. <laughs> if it's, it ended like an after-school special after it started off like, uh, you know, a reality show. Uh, it did. Amin, thank you for the time. Appreciate it. I want to share my lunch Thanks, sandwich guys. with you now. All right, see ya. <laughs> all right, we are not going to break. I just got to do a live read here. Thanks to Amin. David Fisdale is going to join us at 515. We'll break down the series more with him. You and I, LZ, you and I want to talk about the Dodgers here in a second as well. Um, and just kind of wrap up this conversation you just had with Amin. Uh, but thanks to Amin again, David Fisdale at 515 to talk NBA Finals. But you hear me all the time talking about my guy Jacob and Ronnie and his passion for the L.A. sports fan, man. And he's a huge L.A. sports fan. And there's no doubt when it comes to basketball, the right pick in town is the Lakers. And he, you've seen it. You've seen the call Jacob ads all over Laker games, on the court, even in the bubble. And if you're injured in an accident, the right pick is to call my man Jacob at 844-24-JACOB. Does it matter? Does it matter if it's any vehicle? No, it doesn't matter. It could be a car, a motorcycle. You can be a pedestrian. You could be a work accident. Whatever the case may be, call Jacob. Him and his team will handle all the aspects of your case and get you the compensation you deserve. And don't forget, Jacob is an expert when dealing with Uber and Lyft accidents. In all, Jacob has helped thousands of victims in the past 24 years here in Southern California. And just remember, Jacob is the name to trust when winning is a must. And maybe you picked another lawyer initially and aren't happy with your current case. Call Jacob for a free second opinion. You do it with a doctor, do it with a lawyer, and do it with Jacob. So make the right pick. Call Jacob 24 hours a day at 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. Or visit him online at calljacob.com. You're listening to KSB in Los Angeles. Sedano and LZ with you here. David Fisdale is going to join us at 515. So we will chat with him about this particular series. Um, you know, LZ, I actually feel like both of you are on the wrong ends. You and Amin. Like, I feel like you are too overconfident that this will be an easier series, and he's too overconfident that it's not. It's going to be an easier series for Miami. I actually feel like this is legitimately going to be a rough-and-tumble type series. Like, I honestly think that because there's their, their styles are contrasting, but also their styles can be so similar at times. You know what I mean? Like, I, I really think that there are going to be moments in this series where it's going to be compelling basketball for you know within not just for within the series but within game to game scenarios it's just i mean i hear what you're saying and i'm not saying that the series is going to be easy denver was Well easy. my apologies then i don't want to yeah, frame denver, you in a way yeah, that you're not that, Den that is not accurate yeah denver wasn't easy it was 5 i said 5 and they won in 5 but i wouldn't call that an easy series and I do believe that Miami's going to fight until the end in every single one of the games. But at a certain point, you can't teach height. And Anthony Davis is a cheat code. And LeBron James, and you know what's so funny, is when I listen to people talk about the best game, the game's best big man. And I'm like, LeBron James is a big man. We just keep forgetting because he correct he's, he, he's, he's perimeter. He's built like Carl Malone, yes. except he happens to have perimeter skills. Yes. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. a big man. I don't know why we keep forgetting that. Right. But Le LeBron James is a cheat code. Anthony Davis is a cheat code. 
Correct. Miami doesn't have a cheat code. They have a culture that is built on hustle and scrappiness and everything else. And you know what? So do the Lakers. Yeah, I, I will Lakers say this. Lakers are scrappy too. I, I will say this. And again, I do think that there is a scrappiness to both teams. I just think that with Miami, it's it's just a little bit different in regards to the type of players that they have. Um, most of them were discarded from a lot of teams is the way I would describe it. It is eerily similar to the 2004 Pistons that you know. Um, in that regard, you know what I mean? Like where guys were like not welcomed in a number of spots, right? I mean, Chauncey Billups right. played for five teams, didn't he? Right. Uh, before he got to the Pistons or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Chauncey bounced around. Yeah. You know, ben Wallace. Rasheed was, bounced around, right? Uh, Rasheed yeah. bounced around. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 Rip no. Hamilton, you know? like the, So it, it, here's what I would say. I have picked the Lakers in seven. I picked it on ESPN.com. I picked it on this show yesterday. I believe the Lakers are going to win. I just believe it's going to be a little more challenging than maybe most. However, um, I, I do think that here's why you and, and you and I had this conversation off the air. I don't think we had it on the air yesterday. I do think that Bam Adebayo, while, while Anthony Davis is the best big man in the game, at, at Bam Adebayo is four years younger and is doing stuff that I am stunned that he can do simply because he couldn't even shoot the ball last year. <laughs> and now he's pulling up in situations where, you know, he's driving from the three-point line. He's handling the ball like – there's only two guys in the league this year that averaged over 15, over 10, um, over 5, as in points, rebounds, and assists, over 1 and over 1 in steals and blocks, and it was him and Giannis, you know? So, and again, LeBron is capable of doing that if he wanted to, but that does goes to show you that I think he's a better player than maybe you give him credit for, even though he is young. No, I recognize he's a very good player. I just know he ain't won nothing. That's all. He's 23, right? Yeah, I, I, I get that. I get that. But I, I think that... But you did just say that you didn't think they had anyone special, and I think he's no, special. No, no, no. I didn't say they had anyone that was a cheat code. Bam is not a cheat code. I mean, there's not a lot of point centers. I mean, there are not a lot of positions anymore. That, the whole center, guard, that's just all garbage. Right, but there's a, what right. I'm saying is there's not a lot of guys in that sport that can do – that. they run the offense the way they run it through with him. Dribble handoff at the top of the key at the three-point line. You know what I mean? Like, they're you know, diving to the bat. Like, the stuff that he does is, is, is he innovative than, for this era. Is he better than LeBron? No, he's 23 years old. Of course he's he not be, better than he, LeBron. Is he better than AD? No. All right. But he's still really good. Like that doesn't no, 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 mean no, that's, that's there are degree there are degrees to it, is what I would say. No, I get it, but I got two cheat codes, man. And yeah, certain, and, but and but certain... I do think I do think Anthony. Here's what I would say: While Anthony Davis is the more talented player, okay, and the bigger player, yeah, he is. Um, I think that Bam is the tougher player. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. And you and I have ripped Anthony Davis at times for his toughness. That could be true. Yeah. That could be true. I feel that Anthony Davis, because he can do anything from anywhere – Instead of fighting for things, correct, he just takes what's given because correct. Wh- whatever's given is he's good with. Correct. And I believe there are certain moments in which you don't need to take what is given. You, need you to just go get what it. You want right? Go get yeah. it. And that's what yeah. you and I were yelling about against Portland, yeah. and we were yelling about it when he only had two rebounds in the last but, series. You know what I mean? Like, but it's, it, it's I, I'm I'm different with him only this and in the sense that what I said earlier, George, is that 
because he's good anywhere, he doesn't fight for anything necessarily. But I have seen him fight. Right. He ha- he has shown more of that now and so uh, when, than he ever has at any point in his career. And so if he decides to fight for what he wants as opposed to take what is given, there's really nothing Miami can do except hope they miss. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Whereas when I look at the Miami Heat squad, a squad that I have a tremendous amount of respect for, I really do. And I wanted Jimmy Butler to be a Laker. Those who listen to the morning show know Jimmy Butler was the guy I wanted first and foremost because I love the dog in him. Plus, he's a really good basketball player. But at the end of the day, the gap between the Lakers' top two players and the gap between the Heat's top two players is just too much to overcome. I, that, and and the, that's why I picked the Lakers in seven. I'm not disagreeing with that. I do agree with the means point that the players beyond that, um, the next three are probably going Miami's way. Like if we're doing a draft, right? Like you and I Dwight are at Howard's the- going to kill this squad, man. You know that, right? What's that? Dwight Howard's going to kill this squad. You know that, right? <laughs> Dwight Howard may, may, could get played off the floor, though, too. That's very possible. You know that, right? It's, it's possible that the offense could put him in a situation, but it won't be the situation that kept him off the floor like the Houston Rockets. It won't be like that. Uh, no, but it is. But there are mo- there there could be significant moments where that can significant stretches where that could happen in this series. I think he'd be more prone to be off the floor because of foul trouble than because he won't be useful on the floor against Miami. Um, I think it could be a combination of both. Nonetheless, look, I picked the Lakers in seven because I do believe that, to your earlier point. So we're in agreement on that. But if we're doing, let's say we were on a playground, right? And we were picking teams. Clearly, you'd pick LeBron and AD first. But the next two or three, they wouldn't be Lakers. (sighs) You're taking anyone on the Lakers roster after those two over Jimmy Butler and Bam? I'm going to take Jimmy Butler. I don't need Bam. I got AD. No, 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 but I'm just saying Ron. if we're picking team <laughs> if we're just ranking players on the on the on the playground. If I'm putting my playing my playing pickup So ball? if I so if you right, and here, I here. if you and let's I look, 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 look. let's do it this way. Let's do it this way. Pick up ball right now. Right. And you say right and now. I'll give okay. you the first and you get the first pick. You're taking LeBron, right? First pick I'm taking LeBron. Who you taking? And then I'm taking AD. And then who are you taking? I'm taking Jimmy Butler. And then I'm take I'm taking Bam. I'll play them together. All right. And now I'm taking Dwight Howard. No. So who do you have? No, 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 no. no I think that Goran Dragic is a much more impactful player than Dwight Howard at this stage of his career. You go right ahead with that Goran Dragic stuff. What does he want? He's averaging 20 points a game in the playoffs. I'm sorry. Is this thing broken? What has he won, George? What has Dwight Howard won? He's at least led a team to the NBA Finals. Okay, great. What has Goran Dragic done? But that was was 11 years ago. What has Goran Dragic is a good player today in 2020. What has he done? The Lakers, look, the Lakers fans, and I know this because on Twitter they do it all the time, they would love Goran Dragic on this roster. I didn't say I wouldn't. The question was, who was I taking third with my pick? I picked Dwight Howard. Wow. I I would not take Dwight Howard. I wouldn't even take Dwight Howard in my first, like, six picks. Dog, take your pick. You get the third pick. Who do you have next? I, I, I just told you I'd take Goran Dragic. All right, then I got Hero. Okay, then I'd take Duncan Robinson. All right, then I got Caruso. Okay, then I'd take Kuzma. I'd take I, Kuzma over Caruso. I do believe I just won the game. <laughs> okay. See what I'm saying? Well, I mean, because you have LeBron and Jimmy. Because <laughs> I got LeBron, Le, I got LeBron, Jimmy, and Dwight. Yeah, so I, it's like you are way higher on Dwight than I am. I think Dwight has been fantastic in his role this season, but I, I do think that depending on Dwight, I wouldn't depend on Dwight for long stretches in, in any series at this point. And I don't think he's dependable for the reasons that we already outlined. Like, particularly, he's, he has had an issue controlling himself from a foul perspective, something that Vogel's even mentioned to him. No. Hell, he even mentioned it today. No, Jeff, Curtis, do we have that audio? No, we don't have that. That's not the, that, that is, we don't have that audio. But he said that on the jump today. No, I get it, and I and I said it when we were discussing it that right. if he's off the floor, it's because of foul trouble more than anything else. Right. But the damn it, we is, didn't do the Dodgers here. The bounce is still there. The rebounding yeah. is still there. The defense is still there. The putbacks are all still there. He he's has still, been fantastic as a role player, but a, a, as a role player. Yeah, and I picked him third. Yeah, I don't. That's know where the role the players are located. Player. I don't think he's the third best player if we're picking teams. 
Well, no, the third place play was Jimmy, and that's why I picked third overall. No, I'm saying right. like if on our on each of our teams is what I'm saying. Well, why don't we open the phone lines and have the well, people? Well, we can because we have David Fizdale. We can do that after David Fizdale if you like. Well, we'll start with Fizdale. We're going to tell Fizz the two teams and then have him pick the winner. <laughs> well, yeah, you have LeBron and Jimmy. You're going to win. Like, but the, <laughs> but all I'm saying is, how many guys did we? You basically only stuck Dwight in there, so I would be wrong, or that no. I would potentially be wrong. No. All right, I let me ask Dwight. Bergman. Bergman, would you take Dwight over Bam, Jimmy, and Goran Dragic? I didn't pick uh, him over Bam. Why are you making no, stuff he didn't, up? It's the, the, <laughs> okay. I understand what LZ's doing at the same time, though. LZ is putting you have since you have AD and Bam, you need more big on Thank on you. his side. So you got LeBron <laughs> and Dwight to counteract the the Bam and. I mean, and AD David and, and Bam would destroy Dwight on my team. <laughs> In this series, though, the Heat have not seen anything like the height the Lakers have nothing in anywhere like in, the, in the East. <laughs> but it's not even close. Be, not the even height close. can be played off the floor. We've seen it already. And and, and we saw it against the against the Rockets, and they played just fine and won that in five. But against, doesn't a, team matter about the that, but a, against a team that didn't have a, a guy that they can – on the a, a big man that can play the way this man, guy Is there did. another Bam – than the one I've been watching because the way you talk about him, man, he's, you make it sound like he's better than AD. He I don't shoot threes. No, no, no. Don't do, don't, don't, don't do that either. I have not said that. I have specifically said that LeBron and AD are by far the best two players on the floor. Yeah, but okay? you keep – but the person – But Bam out of bio – listen, I will – how about this? We'll make a bet, okay? Right. Yes. And it, it's not even about this series. I will bet you that within the next two seasons, okay, that Bam out of bio is a top ten player in the NBA. Man, we're not even going to be around in two seasons. The world's coming to an end. So will you stop that? <laughs> Listen, I'm not anti-BAM, man. I'm it sounds not. like you are. It no. sounds like you're more of a uh, a Barney Rubble type instead of a BAM type. No, ha, 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 ha. no, what I'm saying is, is that old dude hasn't won anything. No one on that team other than, you know, the coach. I, and that's why the Lakers are going to win. We agree on that part. I know. I just think that in five is disrespectful. No, it's not. I'm being Say nice. it. Say it. No, it's not disrespectful. Say disrespectful. Is Miami better than Houston? Yes. Is Miami better than Denver? Yes. Is Miami better than Portland? Yes. You're only saying that because they all No, like they the are. They're better than those teams. <laughs> They're better. I just, I, what I really don't think, what I really don't think is that that Miami team can beat the Lakers twice, let alone three times. Okay. That's uh, what I, I really don't okay. think. Okay. I mean, that's fine. All right, we got a break because we got to talk to Fizz, and then we got to get to the Dodgers, and we got to get to Karen. Our girl, Karen Kay, con el tráfico. You guys are feisty tonight. I love it. I love it. Feisty and saucy. It's all good. Hey, uh, some good news in Pasadena. Earlier crash, moved out of lanes. 210 East Bend at Michelinda Avenue. But in Moore Park, now we have a new problem. Crash right shoulder, 118 Westbound, right before Los Angeles Avenue, Princeton Avenue. This report sponsored by plan.lavote.net. No one likes waiting in long lines. All registered voters will be sent a vote by mail ballot, so you have a safe voting option in the presidential election. Fill it out in the safety of your home. Return your completed ballot early. Visit plan.lavote.net. For more information, I'm Karen K. 710 ESPN.